Hey everybody, welcome back to the Exemplary Student Podcast. Today we were joined by Robert for an incredibly fun conversation, which we hope you enjoy. Looks like me and Rami are both going to be voting next year. I mean, you've already voted, right? Yeah, I, vote, I, I remember I was eligible for voting at the age of 16. And I remember I mm-hmm. voted, oh, I think it was like Landtagsfall or something. Not too sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Something like that. But it, it, was a, mm-hmm. it was an interesting experience. Definitely was. Cause it's like, Do you remember who you voted for? Yeah, I remember, I remember both having voted twice already. Um, and I remember the first time I voted for the SPU. And the second mm-hmm. time, I either voted for the SPU as well or for the Grunen. But I doubt it was the Grunen. I think it was more SPU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're 16 already. Weren't you able to vote already? Uh, well, I should have been, uh, in the Nationalratswahl, I couldn't cause I'm not Austrian. Yeah. Uh, and then in the, the Vienna election, yeah. the UK had already left the European union. So oh. I was not allowed to vote. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, can you explain to me like what nationalities are you again? You're part American, part Scottish, mm-hmm. grew up in yeah. Austria. Yeah. Um, do you have any like British like relatives or not? Or are they just Scottish? Uh, well, I mean, we all could, I, I, most Scottish people don't consider themselves British. It's just yeah. a thing. Uh, I'm definitely the most Scottish nationalist of all of them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's all just Scottish family. I mean, my, I think my, uh, one of my aunt's parents is English or something, but like, I don't have any direct oh, uh, English okay. relatives. Okay. Yeah. And you, Rami, you were, mm-hmm. I remember you are Canadian. Iraqi, bro. Just <laughs> say I'm Iraqi. That's just it. Iraqi. <laughs> yeah. Iraqi American. No, Canadian. Forget about the Canadian part. <laughs> I remember us in grade two. Yeah. Those are fun times. So. Yeah, remember, oh remember when we designed that? You go on. that football thing. Yes. Oh, I, or, remember I remember it was. It was for. That's what I was about to say as well. It was in Mr. Dry's yeah. class, and I remember we learned about the solar system, and we had to create a game. Oh yeah. Which somehow integrated the solar system with the with it so to speak mm. uh, and i remember we created this like i think like finger a football table or something it was space football or something yeah exactly thank you space football oh my and we, god we yeah. were like oh the ball is like a comet or some <laughs> and <laughs> um, we and like it was it was pretty fun though, like making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's like a distinct memory I have of like us two together. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember we made it, and then uh, Mr. Dreisler said, um, "Well, because everyone was in twos, right? So yeah. 
you couldn't both take the same thing home. Either one person had to <laughs> lose <laughs> and the other person had to take it. So I remember like no one ended up taking it home. But for me and Robert, I was just like, I don't want this. Robert can take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think but, I think I took it home. I just I don't remember yeah. where it went. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. so, yeah. It was pretty good though, I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty good, yeah. I was I was proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was not bad. <laughs> I remember sports days from primary were something else. And also, like, all the way up until, what was it, like, grade seven? Um, before uh, certain people complained to the school that the homerooms were unfair and switched <laughs> up the homerooms. <laughs> yeah. It Wait, was, it, was it was you guys? Our homeroom was... <laughs> garbage it was terrible bro (laughs) if you were in it you would understand why we complained and it wasn't just our homeroom it was there was another one i think it was 6f maybe i don't remember uh they also complained and then another one did after and then then all the homerooms got switched so take the other because i remember it was it was uh our homeroom with uh it was like me tikon dom uh yanni timo uh, and a couple others and then it was i think your homeroom right robert with lewis you min yeah um i think it was emily hall as well mahatir um Mm. yeah that was grade six yeah like Mm-hmm. It was just our two homes battling it out for two yeah. years, and then Robbie and, and Six Effort just like, this is unfair. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. But I remember yeah. like primary and also like grade six, grade seven. They were like seemingly like religious events. Like you had to go to them. Like they were like mm-hmm. the thing you were looking forward to at the end of the year, just like battling it out mm. between like home. Yeah. yeah oh my god it was amazing <laughs> yeah. and uh, there's so many good photos from some of those sports days oh yeah I... <laughs> there's, there's one at Khalid um in it, like while he's playing football and he's like <gasps> oh the one of like, Alex really yeah, the one of Alex like <laughs> no, biting no. a Coke bottle. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, uh, just. Yeah. Ah, I know. What What was your main sport that you competed in in sports? In day? sports day, it- um, I remember yeah. in primary, you you were only allowed to do like one sport, like. If you did, if you did like football in grade three, you were not allowed to do football in grade four. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, um, you you kind of like planned it, and it was also mm-hmm. always like for like the fun sports. It was always like um, football and like basketball and whatever. But for track, because yeah. there were so little people, you just could compete like every single year. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember I did. Uh, I did football, definitely. What other sports were there besides like football and basketball? Because I remember there were like a lot more. I just don't remember. 
I remember there was bench ball. I think yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that was a substitute for basketball. Okay. So and, and oh, there was it was, also... it was. Bench ball was a sub for basketball, I'm pretty sure. Okay. In like grade three and four. Okay. I'm pretty sure there were other I remember ones. track and field, but not really a lot of people yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did quite a bit. I don't remember. I remember it was like uh there was this one year, I think it was grade four. Um, I was with Tikon in a homeroom uh, and Saver. So like Saver, I think did the running stuff. Uh, Tikon was like, "Oh, I'll do the I'll do the football," and, and we were just like, "Yeah, okay, that's fine." I mean, honestly, you on your own is probably fine. And I think I did bench ball, and we did like pretty good. So it was it was like as you said, like you kind of plan out like, exactly yeah. your best way of yeah. winning. It was as long as as long as you had some key like players you were good because mm-hmm. it was primary. So everyone kind of like liked each other and there was good communication. So mm-hmm. that kind of worked easily. Yeah. And it was always, I remember Tikon would like break a record or something. Like he had just this habit of breaking records and the teacher surveying the event would be like, damn it, my son had that record. <laughs> yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember in grade eight i think it was um in xava's homeroom where it was um xava it was like i think it was the 400 meter relay or something and the team consisted out of xava um, mahatir lewis and i think Kaya or something. I and i remember mm-hmm. they broke that record and that was the oldest record that has been standing in like the school i think it was like it was set like two or three years after the school like opened and it was the oldest standing record they had and they beat that and that was i remember that, that's i remember, I remember yeah, that team. that sports day itself was like mad like i remember on that day lewis himself broke like three <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. the relay the hundred meter sprint and i think it was like not shot put, but the one where you just like threw a ball. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. shot put. It was just like you threw a ball. Or it was just, they just called it ball. Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> and I remember, um, like, Mahati and Lewis were pretty tight. Um, in regards to the yeah, result. they beasted it. Yeah, I yeah but it. Lewis, I think, came out on top. Mm <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, what I remember was, like, because you mentioned that it's, like, it was kind of like a religious event for so many years. And then I think it was either grade 8 or grade 9. Everybody was just, like, do we have to do sports? Yeah, exactly. It was, like, past past grade 7. People were just, like, do we have this? Yeah. I think it was past grade 8 more. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think for me, it was grade 8 and onwards because – Grade eight, I couldn't attend because I had a, an eye infection. <laughs> so I just like completely missed out on it. Yeah, it had to have been grade eight. And then grade nine, everybody was already also just like, ah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I remember so I most kind certainly, of fizzled out. Yeah, I most certainly skipped um, sports day in grade nine because I just couldn't be asked. It was like, it was super hot. And I'd rather, I'd rather be at home than 
mm-hmm. just like wasting my time on that day. Um, and then grade 10 didn't happen because of a pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. And now I know in, grade, in like IB, they stopped having sports day because so little people would actually do it. So that like over half the grade would just like skip that day. So they would do something mm-hmm. else. But now because mm-hmm. of like the pandemic and stuff, I guess that's like some of their concerns and they just don't even have that. Yeah. Sports day is just canceled forever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, I just, I, I really hope that we get vaccinated soon, dude. I really don't want to be like, Ugh, because the government apparently uh, after like april 1st is gonna have a like a green passport where if you yeah. test negative have had covid before or are vaccinated you're completely free to do whatever you want yeah. so like honestly that's all that i want like uh, i'll get tested every two days i don't care if i can do yeah. anything i want after that perfect <laughs> yeah i agree like i'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But same. Fortunately, like the cases <laughs> have been rising again significantly as well. Mm-hmm. So that's not the best news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's so weird the way my mom always says this, and I kind of always kind of push back on her for it, but it's like the way that the government last year, like, you know, like almost a year and like, I think it's a year and four days ago. They're just like, you know what? Cases are at 200 a day. We're locking down. (laughs) Right. And we were in full lockdown for like until May or something. And then, yeah. And then like, what did it get to in November? Like 6,000 a day. And then they kind of semi locked down. And since yeah. then, we've been in this kind of semi not really lockdown thing where cases just kind of stay above a thousand every day. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I mean, they, they like... had to do that. No. Yeah, uh, because the idea, cool. the plan was if everything went to plan, that uh, the virus would be so fizzled out by that point. Because, I mean, as you can see in places like Australia and New Zealand, they managed to kind of uh, keep the virus out. And because of their kind of isolationist uh, traveling policies, they could keep the virus out. And mm. so that would buy them time to find a vaccine, et cetera. But obviously that didn't go to plan for places like Europe. So uh, they tried to extend the lockdown for as long as possible to mitigate the virus impact and it didn't work. So as you mentioned before, as the cases started rising again, they didn't really act on it as soon as uh, they should have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, but now do you guys think that the government's going to lock down again or no? I'm not sure to be honest because we do like the Easter holidays are approaching and I personally am not too sure what they're going to do with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because although the weather is getting better, um, Mm -hmm. like the cases are rising which is worrying yeah so i'm not too sure but in my opinion especially when you like see friends outside of school um like i had that especially when i like meet friends um who don't go to vis always 
before yeah. like we meet each other we all go like get tested and like either by like alcohol or something but we always get tested and then we meet and then we also meet in like groups of like a dozen we only meet in like groups of maybe four or so um and because we're all tested and stuff it definitely minimizes that risk as well yeah my mom was saying yesterday that apparently she's hearing that they might introduce new measures on monday but honestly like given what i've seen so far and like how they've reacted i don't see any chance that we go into another lockdown i think there's going to be like you know what we're just going to breeze through with the vaccinations because we're already at like a mil 1.2 million first doses so on current pace like we should be done i think by june or july hopefully that would be optimal but yeah that was yeah 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 well and if all the old people are like vaccinated then they'll just be like okay i mean young people if they get it the odds of them dying are really really low so like just do whatever you want but i i've heard a lot of teachers are getting um vaccinated as well and i i feel like that's a good that's good though because they are the ones who do spend a lot of time with like us young people so the chance of them getting effect, infected is definitely high yeah. yeah in your opinion guys yeah. how has um like the pandemic and like the lockdowns impacted you maybe as a person or social life or just like whatever how has that impacted you I don't know. Ali, do you want to go first? <laughs> okay. Um, I think it, like, I mean, it gave me a lot more time to kind of think about stuff, like, especially the first lockdown, like, uh, the, well, it was like March. So uh, I started talking to my family a lot more, like my extended family, which was really good. Uh, and there was the, the BLM movement, uh, etc that like you know kind of really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff and I think that my opinions on a lot of things has changed in the last year I've had a lot more time to think about stuff so I think I definitely changed as a person but uh I also didn't change in the ways that I set out to at the beginning like I originally I was like oh I'm gonna start working out and then just still haven't even started that like uh yeah certain things I did really well and then certain things I just kind of completely do mm-hmm. yeah well uh for me i guess i actually in the beginning set out to improve myself as a person and uh well physically especially and uh intellectually but the physically aspect fizzled out after like maybe two weeks just couldn't stick to a, a workout plan especially considering that gyms are closed and i had limited uh equipment at home so I mean I could pull it off but I just decided against it and I don't know I feel like I can't even relate with the person I was uh maybe two years ago I used to be this really extroverted guy that um would just go out talk to whoever and that was it but now I feel like I've become more ambiverted in a sense I just I could enjoy my own company whereas before I'd feel 
uh, almost awkward sitting alone, not with uh, anyone else to speak to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how was it for you, maybe? Um, um, for me personally, I've definitely evolved as a person. So, um, going back to what you said, like being an extrovert and stuff, um, for me necessarily, it has not changed, like how I view myself, like if I'm an introvert or extrovert, but um, a lot like my my self-worth and how I want others to interpret me, like uh, like who I am as a person. And with lockdown and especially like spending a lot of time by myself as well and like with my family, I've learned that um, I don't really necessarily care how other people view me as long as I know who I am as a person and the people who are dear to me know who I am um, and I don't care if I necessarily do not fit into a certain group or all of that because if I am able to accept myself I don't really care if others necessarily accept me because I'm going to surround myself with the people I want to surround myself with and if people cannot accept uh, how I am and who I am as a person, then I don't need them in my life. And that's something that like the pandemic has taught me, which I personally find to be a really valuable experience as well. Yeah, I know that, that is a, it's a great philosophy and it's something I experienced as well. The idea that I needed to change who I am to fit into a certain group because you know uh the saying that you become like the people you surround yourself with and if the people who you surround yourself with aren't exactly the people who have your best interests at hand uh maybe it's time to you know change exactly and i guess that's the reason why i have i respect for example ali so highly because i remember it was um i think it was grade eight or grade nine um where we had graphic design together and um Mm -hmm. we talked about like our future like what we would be doing after like after (laughs) we graduated and you gave me this um explanation of how you would graduate where you would go what you would do like the amount of years you would spend this and there just to achieve this dream and i think not and I think it was something related to like the Pentagon or something. And um, yeah, it was, it was a uh, national security advisor used to be my, my dream job. Exactly. And that's something where um, I just thought to myself, like, wow, like this guy, it doesn't necessarily have to be a plan, but the ambition of just having that as like a, what, 15, 16 year old um or 15 year old sorry um just like that ambition and drive already i just found that fascinating i i respected you for that so much because um that just shows like your dedication as well yeah thank you uh (laughs) yeah i guess similar to rami i also kind of i mean i still have ideas of um wanting to go into a career like kind of semi-political uh, and like the kind of years that I would do stuff for. Uh, but the, I guess the job that I'd want to go into is uh, kind of changed. Like national security advisor is still a dope ass job. 
yeah. like it's cool um but it's like i don't know it's very and it's something that i'm interested in it's it's something very interesting the uh especially with the us's terrible foreign policy <laughs> so then have you come up with uh, ideas i guess like about what you want to do in your future um i personally have thought of it so after like graduating i definitely want to study um and i've been able to like narrow it down that um i'm most likely going to study in vienna and uh, for me currently i'm looking more at like wirtschaftslehre for example would be a course that i might be taking because i did think of like um use at like juridikum or like bwl which is like betrieb wirtschaftslehre at like wu or something but I did find BWL to be a bit very generic and um, use is something that like my older brother Florian and my dad was studying and that's something I'm not too keen on doing necessarily even though it gives you a bunch of opportunities later on in life um, and then there's like the mixture of both I guess which is like Wirtschaftslehre um, and that's something I've currently been interested in but I've not necessarily had the time to research too much about it um but i'd probably go into that for like my studies so you'd want to pursue something uh economics related so yeah i don't know maybe, can... maybe like business management and i guess that's like the advantage you would maybe have with like bwl because it's such a large um 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 studies so to speak you get to know um a bit of the spectrum for example um but it's a lot of people take it and then if you want to apply for a job or something because so many people take it you would not stand out too much so to speak and wirtschaftslehre mm -hmm. definitely is also a broad um course so to speak but it's definitely more interesting in my opinion at least um specifically for the things that i want to do which are like business or maybe a maybe a bit of law but i don't necessarily want to like study law directly um yeah but yeah so i'm gonna do that like course and then hopefully that course is going to um show me what i then want to do later on in life but definitely mm -hmm. like economics, business, management related. Mm -hmm. You? Yeah, well, that's nice. I mean, for me, I'm still conflicted. It would probably be something uh, in the realm of science. Okay. Let's just say <laughs> anything, anything chemistry or biology related. Okay. So, it, yeah. Mm. But I'm, I'm still, I'm still unsure at the moment. Uh, figure it out okay yeah i think this would be a great place to end it looking to the future you know we've got our ambitions set so uh before we sign off as always any social media you want people listening to go check out um yeah you can check on my instagram it's at robert underscore lesiak um I post, I don't necessarily post, but I definitely post my story once in a while um, because mm -hmm. I, I keeping my private life to a certain degree to myself. 
Feuer. <lacht>